Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> <laughs> I was outvoted for this song. Just so you all know. They're still stuck on the guy liner thing. It's his natural eyelashes. I don't know. Anyway. Those ones are fake, real? These are my real ones. I usually have a With that purple hair and that lipstick. I am not Shaniqua. Okay, we're just going to leave that one there, <laughs> and we are going to say, hey guys, how are you guys doing? We What's are up? here at AfterBuzz yes, for are. our weekly recap of State of Affairs. It is episode nine, Cry Havoc. Mm. I believe we have more fans than not fans on the panel now. Everyone's kind of starting to like it. Uh, she talking about? <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever. I'm your host, Steph Z, and I have tonight the lovely and handsome... Julian Dujeric, what's up? And the purple... <laughs> I thought you were going to say the perfect, the perfect English As Cleveland. if. <laughs> As if. All right. Well, let's get right into it. I yes. know that you guys do say every episode, well, oh, this was a good episode. Sometimes. I think this one more than the others, I think we are all in agreement. Mm-hmm. good episode. There yeah. was less talking, less laughing. There was, we, were, we were all kind of paying attention. <laughs> yeah. like it, it captivated us as an yeah. audience. Do it we did. agree? You're right. Yeah, I agree. I it agree. It has its, like, it has, like, it's some weeks that it's horrible and some weeks it's really captivating. Look, I, I just think I, I really like the, the, the big things at the, the big events at the beginning. For like a couple weeks there was kind yeah. of, it was kind of mellow at the beginning, right mm. before the credits or like the opening slate. Um, we need to keep doing that or, or NBC keep doing that every episode because that is something that I feel like really just like captures your attention from the beginning. Yeah, I feel like once it changed over to having those impactful beginnings, Beginnings lead into the actual story. Mm. It's made it better for all, like all around. Yeah, watching. yeah. Um, and tonight we have something that is more so a, another different outline or structure to this to this episode. Um, that you know the the pretense. Mm. We see mm-hmm. the big thing that's going to happen, but we don't see the big thing that's going to happen that takes us to what's happening. We see the big thing that's that's going to happen and then we backtrack to find out how it happened. Yeah. Right. That was the first time they've done that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. As I opposed do. to like having all of these random things and you're trying to figure out how it all pieces together, I like to see I'd like to see the end result and how you got to that result. I think that's that's much more intriguing, much more interesting for me as a viewer. Well, I feel like it builds it builds more um, anticipation. Yeah. Anticipation. It builds more feeling behind it mm-hmm. because we know as mm-hmm. the viewer, mm-hmm. and you know, we'll get right to it with Stacey Dover where we left off last episode. We know because of that beginning that yes, Charleston is right and she is going to do something terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we it makes us almost 
fall in love, so Back to speak, in love, yeah. with Charleston because mm-hmm. we know that she's the only one. She's smart. She's figured it out, and nobody kind of believes her. And at the end of the day, her smarts, no matter what's happened, her smarts is what prevails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I Absolutely. feel like that was a very good way to get everyone to, you know, fall in love with that character. Again, if they were like, mm, is she dirty? Is she not? Is she dirty? She might still be dirty. Who knows? But I think tonight we see that at least she's smart. Yeah, she's redeemed herself to to me. Yeah, completely. Sure. I, I, I agree, so. too. I feel like we kind of were left off like, oh, man. And then to see Maureen doing her job and then her telling Maureen, um, was it last episode or this episode, go, go get him. It was kind of like, oh, Charleston, you're no longer in that role. Now we can oh, finally right. see some kind of hope of maybe possibly getting back to briefing with the president. You want to see that? You want to see Charleston be the... Well, I mean, she's kind of still in the good graces of, she's still of the president. Kind of, yeah, they made her seem like she was getting, like, completely, like, fired. Yeah. But she's still, like, everyone still res- responds to her. Everyone still treats well, her but like... I, I'm not sure if you caught up on last week's episode. The president asked her back last week. Oh, she did? Yes. Oh. So, the two of you who <laughs> like an episode... <laughs> don't I like saw last episode. week's episode, too. And That's so like, bad. Sorry! So, no, um, what's worse? Our viewers out there who watch consistently every week, yes, you can give all the comments you want to Purple English. That's her new hashtag, Purple English, didn't watch the show. And no, what's worse is that I actually watched, I was on the Afterbus panel last week. You were, and we talked about about it. You were going along asking me questions. Give us five stars. Go on iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us who you think. Tough crowd here. Uh, Please appreciate what I try and do. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, let's just... um, um, keep moving forward, yes, shall let's. we? So we do see th- there's a couple big things, and I like how we talk about these big things that happen in each episode. And of course, they lead us into these little subplots that are happening. So if we wander off, that's fine. But I do like how they set up, you know, this house that Stacey Dover is going to... There's a lot of anticipation that Stacey Dover, we see, blows herself up mm-hmm. at this house. We, early on, get to connect that it's this house that they're going to have the lie detector set. Like, all this stuff is going to happen at this house. Mm-hmm. We're just not quite sure of the timing. And with that, the lie detector tests tell us some very interesting things. Yes, it does. Number one. Stuff we've been waiting on. Yes. So. Number one... Who thought Kirk was dirty? Nobody. No one. In the be- no once one. they they panned to him after they did the lie detector tests, and it was a shot of him calling out the the guy. His name escapes me right now. Who drinks too much? Mm-hmm. That's when I thought that something was going to be dirty on him because he like the way they panned to him and the way he was speechless. It made me feel insecure for him. It looked mm-hmm. like he had uh, the memes, as they said in this episode. That right. like. That cold, like, feeling through your body when you're scared or nervous or even anxious about something. Like, I got that look from him. That's what I saw in that scene. And I just, that's when my red flag went on, too. Yeah. And how how persistent he was on the guy that has a drinking problem. He was just so adamant on, like, making him remember. Remember, like, you're drunk. To deflect. Yeah, Yeah. to deflect from him and make him feel a little bit more comfortable. Because you can kind of tell, like, he wanted to kind of, he's one, like, if he really had a relationship with Maureen, he probably would have told her. 
Right, but in the same sense, was he trying to have a relationship with Maureen just to get closer to Charleston to find out more information if he is dirty? No, I think he's really a nerd and he actually really likes her. Well, then how does that explain him mm, dealing know. with this, uh, what's the guy's name? The, the, the. Victor Gantry at Victor the end. Victor Gantry at the end. How does that explain that? I mean, there, there's something, there's always been something off about that Victor Gantry guy and the, the Craig, Craig group. Yeah. There's always been something off about that element of the, of the, the of the story. Mm-hmm. So when you're fraternizing with someone who's a, a bit suspicious, you know, you become suspicious, you become a suspect yourself. Yeah. At least in my eyes. So it's true. No, I, I agree with you. Um, so we see that, I, and we also learn something, you know, very interesting, and I'm not sure the truth of it. And again, guys, we watch this and then we record live. So if some of the specifics are off, just let us know because we'll appreciate them in the comments. Mm-hmm. But supposedly, Kurt try to fake out the lie detector test by putting a tack because we saw him we all commented when he lifted mm-hmm. his foot we're like oh my god he's lying but mm-hmm. actually what he was doing was triggering a thumbtack mm-hmm. or some kind of tack that he had in his foot because stepping on that would send some sort of message through his body through his pulse through his heart rate that would cover up for the fact that he was lying mm-hmm. which I just- is Crazy. Well, I did a little bit of Googling during the episode, so forgive me if there are elements of, of tonight's episode that I missed because I was just so fascinated by it. Yeah. But what they do, the reason why they do that is um, in a polygraph, they ask you uh, two sets of, of questions, preliminary like preliminary questions to kind of set the baseline of where the truth lies. Mm-hmm. So they'll ask you questions, a set of questions that they know are, are the answers to are going to be the truth. Mm-hmm. And they like know that the answers. One plus one. Yeah. And then uh, what's your name? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Are you a woman? If, if you're a man, that's if you say no. You know that what's what's the truth the and what's wavelength. the lie? Yeah, and so if there's anything that sort of deviates from that wavelength, they know that you're lying, or they know that there's some uh, there's something you're hiding, at, at least. And so, th- based on the research, the small amount of research that I did, so I might be wrong. Please, if if anybody you know can Google this and tell me if if this is right, because I thought it was fascinating. But what it does is it 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 messes with the frequency. So whenever you have whenever your heart rate starts to uh, go quickly about a, a, when asked a question that you know the answer that you're going to give is a lie it the frequency goes up but it doesn't it's how do i explain this it doesn't um it, it's not something that's uh that's abnormal because the baseline questions are so high that frequency is already high right so if you're lying it's going to register as the truth mm-hmm. does that make yeah. sense yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's kind of what they said um so yeah i think it's a, a base i mean i don't think that we all could pass a polygraph. I just definitely by doing couldn't. It. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot more. <laughs> I'm sure, but I'm sure I just thought it was fascinating. Yeah, super fascinating. Yeah. I agree with you. I wonder if it would be interesting to try and outsmart a polygraph test. If well, there's, there's a, a lot of ways to do it. Well, there there are more than one they, way. Yeah, but then why do they stick to their guns so much about it? Because in the same, because I think it's really hard to nail to get it. You really have to like master it, I think. Right, but even in that, he did try and do this. Kirk did try and do this trick, and they still knew he was lying, and they still knew he was responsible for well, the fraud. Maybe he, they saw him tap his foot. Yeah. You never know. I mean, never if there's know. any sort of if there's any sort of indication that there may be a, 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 um, a, something and, that you're doing to to 
kind of go yeah, off the results, then see, they have to they have to report that. The polygraph examiner has to report that. that right. they so maybe we're recording it because we see that they played back. Oh, yeah. So they recorded it. They watched everyone's videos. Right. They watched their body well, language. Well, in the what same sense, I feel like the people that watch this show for, you know, continuity with what actually happened in the CIA were probably like, yeah, you can't just tell people how to, you know, pass a polygraph on your television show. So we need to make this that he's actually the liar and we mm. catch him doing this. So, right. you know what I mean? There had yeah. to be something like that. Um, and also we see that um, Lucas... Mm-hmm. Just spills his beans when we're you know talking about the polygraphs. He just spills his beans about that he's drinking this uh, and the his other thing. His gym bean. He spilled his gym bean, <laughs> and but he I'm... didn't. Yeah, and he didn't even need to, uh-huh. which was um, interesting that we see that come out. So now that element that just you know Maureen and Kurt knew about his drinking mm. now kind of everyone knows. Well, Kurt mm-hmm. got in his head. Yeah. Kurt got in his head and he decided to, you know. Which, why Kurt would get in his head so that he would uh, maybe fail his polygraph so that yeah. Kurt wouldn't look bad for failing his polygraph. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So he was setting this all up all along. Yeah. And maybe that's, that's why, why I, he was probably crushing on Maureen <clears throat> just so it could be a competition. You know well, what I mean? see, I think that he was crushing on Maureen because maybe he is dirtier than we think and that he was trying to get to Maureen to get closer to Charleston well, to get more information. Obviously, we do see he's dirty because we found out he took the money. He took the money right. and he met with the, the guy from the Craig group. But that's after. He's, well, yeah, that still makes him that still like that still definitely makes that, him dirty. Yeah, that yeah, supports but- that theory. Right, but I'm saying that's after he's kicked out. Like, the things to support before he gets kicked out is that he takes the money. Because mm. the way that they cut it in that episode, I don't feel like I was convinced that he took the money. Did you guys think he took the no, money? No, I thought some way, somehow he didn't. But the yeah. girl kind of walked away, so it was like he's left is with the Is that girl of the Craig group, too? Maybe. How does he even know her? That's We don't know that answer yet. She just kind of appears, right? Yeah, just yeah. There's no, there's no reference. There's no backstory. She obviously has been following him because she just showed up at his truck with the money, right? And the Craig group seems to just know. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything else interesting in the polygraph before we move on to some of the other things that happened in this episode? Oh, it was interesting with Maureen and her. We were kind of led to believe she was lying at some point. Yes, and they said that she did lie. That's at one of her questions. I think her second question was a lie. And Charleston, as we see after, she kind of defends her and says, well, no, you know, it was about the office relationship or whatever. Right. Now, do you guys think that Maureen, like, what are your thoughts on Maureen? Do you think that she's lying? Do you think that she passed the polygraph test and she shouldn't have? I don't know. I just think something's really weird about every time they show her. She seems very, like, skittish and, like, looking around and, like, finds, like, the most awkwardest. Like, I don't know, like, how she saw the bag that was sitting, like, the bomb threat or whatever that they had. And it's, like, very, every scene, it's, like, we're unsure of her. Just, like, when last, or the week before last, when, um... What's his name? The drinking guy came over to her house. Lucas came to her house and she let him in. Like a lot of weird stuff that weird she's portraying as a person and as like a strong person and controlling and able to be a good briefer kind of, you know, I don't know. It's a little shaky. I don't trust her. But uh, do you think that they're doing that on purpose to distract us? Because we in that 
last week or the week before, we, we always had this weird feeling about Maureen, but we never talked about maybe Kirk being part of this or being the one that got the photo. So are they trying to distract us with this so that we couldn't see what was really happening? Well, I don't know. This is why I also believe is because we did hear this episode that the president told Charleston, you need, you trust your team. Do you really trust them? I feel like she loves Maureen and never can see anything bad in Maureen. So I think Maureen's not all who she's putting up to. But we also, I mean, that's, that's what, that's what we're arguing here too about Kurt. It's like we, Kurt flew under the radar this entire season and then all of a sudden he's a traitor, which he's not a traitor because he's not a, he, he didn't get arrested. Tonight, like, w- w- I don't understand that. Di- like, what? How did that work? But his like, character they- is really disposable. Like, I right? Mean- but he, if he he was caught, right, uh-huh. um, doing illegal things, right. and so that makes him a traitor. Why is he still able to meet with this what? Craig Group guy? Um, well, the Craig Group is dirty too. But I, so I feel like somebody knows that he got kicked out, and that they now want to contact him because they know that he's got the in and nose stuff. But I feel like he didn't get arrested because the picture actually came from Kyle Green. The picture didn't come from him. Okay. So because that's why so he, he said he got the looked, picture. He just because, got it. Wait, time out. Because at the end, when they were in the house with uh, Navarro, mm-hmm. he said, "I can arrest you." So that answers okay. your question about he why he didn't get Kyle arrested, Green. right? Because that's where she gave the picture to him okay and then he was planting the seed so and and who knows is kurt and marshall somehow connected because they were both with you know kyle green they're both on her team so to speak i just think that there's Um, he's not entirely innocent though like how how is it that you can you can have this information and then basic almost kind of like threaten a a a government official right you're you're threatening her with these text messages right he sent these text messages right well that at the very least that should be a charge right right but i feel like that's what he was saying to cover him own self is that the reason why he was doing that to charlie is because he wanted charlie to be have the opportunity to be honest with what was going on so I think he's just that trying to cover it up. Right. That doesn't negate but the I fact that like, he did that, though. Like, that's no, still a No, it definitely crime. doesn't negate it, but yeah. I don't think that they would go after him. They want where the picture came from. Okay. That's kind of what they were alluding to in the episode. Who knows? I don't know the legalities of it. But I guess I'm just uh, I'm trying, trying right. to understand how that how he was able to then... Um, like, bad association. Yeah. How is, he, how is he able to then... How is Kurt able to then be with this guy, this Craig Group guy? At the well, end? but the Craig Group yeah. is dirty. Yeah. So that's... There's no... There's no rhyme or reason or... Well, just suspend disbelief on that as far as him not getting arrested for that. Because I feel like he would be. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. It's also yeah. a TV show. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it's a TV show about the CIA. But they could have arrested they, him, and then the Craig group could have bailed <clears> him out, and he, they could have had a tr- they, if, if that was what's supposed to happen, they yeah. could have made it happen that way. So I wonder why they didn't. They didn't specifically get into that, mm. because you see him packing his stuff, then he just leaves his stuff. But then you see, you know, the only place they talk about jail is when Navarro is was talking to Kyle, Kyle Green, Green yeah. and you know okay. shows her the picture. I guess they it. have bigger fish to fry. That, that guess, would make sense. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Because if he's told to do that from a senator or someone of a, of a boss status, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Anyway. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so moving on. So then we so we have that whole lie detector test. We see a lot of things come from that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we Maureen is still six one half dozen the other. Like I feel like we're kind of like not sure about her character, which makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. It makes it interesting that we don't know that she's dirty. We don't know that she's not. And I feel like also, you know, when we discuss Maureen, I feel like Charleston has a special spot for her. Not only because she's her best friend, but she helped her remember what the the Aaron situation. Mm-hmm. So she's done this great quote unquote favor or this great thing with her mm-hmm. that she just she can't even fathom that Maureen would be distrust uh, like untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you really want to shock people, though, then to your point, it would it would probably be best to have Maureen be the bad girl because that will come that would come out of left field because we're yeah. too trusting or at least Charleston is too trusting of this person mm-hmm. at, according not. to we're not of course because we see everything through a skeptical eye but according to the president there's there's there, what did she say she said she had a great quote and I wrote it down um, it's always the closest the people closest to us who be who issue the betrayal we can't see or something to that effect mm-hmm. um, right. so it would be very interesting to see how that plays out like what what but Maureen has that- to do with anything if she does have any, anything to do with what's you know do with you what's think going on that the president kind of was <clears throat> saying that to Charleston as like you're kind of untrustworthy too. Oh, like a read a little bit. Yeah. I actually thought she was saying that that it was a read into that she's not trustworthy. That the that POTUS. Isn't. I didn't get that, but that's interesting. I didn't. Yeah, I thought I it didn't was see her that. saying to Charleston that Charleston's not trustworthy. Oh. But well, there are still a couple things we do see that the photograph is something that Charleston doesn't show POTUS. But for the most part, Charleston's told POTUS. The important stuff, mm-hmm. I feel like. I mean, is she still lying to POTUS? I don't know. Is there anything that... Well, she's probably... Well, yeah, she's, she's, she has a certain feeling for Nick. And I think if she got put in a certain situation, whether it's to save Nick's life or them, like, just kill whoever's on that plane or whatever, kill Fada, kill everybody, mm-hmm. she would feel some type of way about it. And I think that she would be like, you know what? No, Nick's on that plane. It's like, oh, well, I've been having sex with him. It, I just think that she's not hiding that from her, but it's like, I don't know. I just think it's a little it's a reason bit unfair. for suspicion. She yeah, doesn't want to. She doesn't want suspicion <laughs> everywhere. Right. She doesn't want to add yeah. on any more undue suspicion. Right. On her part um, or from her, with her, about her, whatever. Okay, <clears throat> that makes sense. And yeah, for me, I definitely read into it that there's more about POTUS that we don't know. But I don't think she would tell on herself like, "Don't trust me." No, but I mean, sometimes it's sometimes you do and you don't mean it. Sometimes you're like you can't trust anyone because she knows that she's lying. I don't know. I I feel like she it's, it's she's not saying I'm untrustworthy, but I feel like that might lead us into seeing something. I feel like there's gonna be a big moment that we are like, no, Potus didn't. Like I feel like there's one of those that are gonna come. You don't trust her. You don't nope. trust Potter. Okay. Well, you can't really trust anyone on the Right. Show. That's kind of what she's just saying. Okay. Um, Interesting. Okay. So let's <laughs> talk about, um, let's move on from that topic and let's talk about Marshall real quick. Let's just talk about what do we think is happening with Marshall? What is his MO? Does he really just want to find out what happened to his son? Or is he, like, why is he working with Kyle Green? Like, what's happening in his world? What do you guys think about that? So far, I think, I, I haven't had any any feeling of suspicion towards, towards Marshall. Uh, I think he's just a father who, 
uh, is super distraught over the loss of his son and wants to do everything in his power to make sure that he finds out what happened to his son mm-hmm. and who's responsible and who are the who are the parties the network essentially that's responsible for the death of his son i don't really see him as someone w- who's uh an adversary to the cause even when, like, last week when he was, you know, getting a call from POTUS and lying to her and showing up at Kyle Green's house? Because he was trying to find out what the... the He, he was trying to find out, just like Kyle Green, if there's any corruption within the agency, within that world, so, with regards to, you know, his son dying. Right. I think they both have the same MO they had, I guess, she's you know, because she's Dead. since passed... Rest her, God rest her soul. Um, but she, uh, you know, they both have the same. They both have the same kind of agenda to find out what's happening, what where the corruption lies, and who's responsible for the death of of Aaron. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, again, you I, don't know, but yeah, I, I do know. get a sense. I, I trust them I, more I, so I than I trust anyone to else. Trust that, but to me, it was really fishy the text that she sent Marshall tonight, and we all agree that it's a little cheesy the way they displayed the text. Um, but you yeah. know, Marshall, we don't have a lot of time, or we're running out of time. So before well, yeah, the because... briefing, you know, so I feel like I feel like there and was it's, something. It's, it's really there. strange that Marshall's friends or has that type of relationship with her when his wife really doesn't like her. Well, the reason why he, well the reason why she said we don't have enough time was because uh, when she went to visit, yeah, I can't remember the title of the guy with. I just know him. It, was he a senator? Senator Burke. Senator Burke. When she went to visit Senator Burke, he told her that her time is up. So it really isn't. A, um, I don't know that there's like an, uh, um, anything else behind her saying that she, there isn't. They're running out of time. I think she's just literally saying we need to figure this out as quickly as possible because I don't think well, we can. We, we don't have much. We don't have much wiggle room are, here. Okay, go ahead. No, no, but but it was because what he was going to do is he was going to release the report about what happened to Aaron was yeah. friendly fire, mm-hmm. and what she was saying is that she has she's acquired this picture mm-hmm. of Charleston and Nick and Fada, knowing now in that report that Fada was the one that shot Nick. So she was saying, "No, I need more time to figure out." why there's a picture of Charleston and Fada and Nick because she right. doesn't know that Fada it was one of you know a CIA asset that Charleston was in charge of so she was trying to dig to find that piece mm-hmm. of crucial information that she didn't know and that Marshall didn't know so I feel like that's what she was saying like there's something else going on here and if this report gets out then they're going to be able to cover everything and we're not going to be able to figure out this picture I feel like that's what she was trying to do. Yeah, I think so too. And I don't, but I don't think that there's, I don't, I, I don't, I, I, maybe I'm misinterpreting what you guys are saying. Are you saying that you don't, that you think that, um, the first husband, I keep calling him the first husband. Marshall. Thank you. Marshall and, and Kyle Green are sort of in In cahoots. Yes. But but I think they're in, the only thing that they're in, sorry, the only thing that they're in cahoots with, I believe, is to find out what happened to Aaron. Honestly, but their intentions but that's are gonna totally make POTUS different. Look di- exactly. The intentions are exactly because His that's intention. gonna make she's gonna she wants to run for president, mm-hmm. so okay. she wants to to reveal or uh, unveil that POTUS is lying and that this is all corrupt and that she would let her own son die and not do what needs to be done. So why should she be the president? And I think he wants to find out what happens to. I think that the, the he the, might be a little naive. I think so too. Yeah, I think he might be a little naive, but I think he he honestly just wants to find out what happened to his son. And I think if there's if if well, I guess 
I think if there's an if they if he actually finds out, um, there's going to be an interesting kind of uh, emotional emotional tug of war here between what he knows to be the right thing, which is to reveal the truth, and what he wants for his wife to be reelected. Do we think, I mean, was that picture left out? Do we remember? Was that picture left out? Will that picture be found in the wreckage? Like, I'm sure they have copies. That picture, no, I mean, the picture, Navarro was showing mm-hmm. Senator Green the picture right before they blew up. Right. So was that picture still on the table? Is some firefighter, is that picture going to be picked up, by, picked up by the wrong person in this wreckage of suicide bomb? I don't know. I I, I think that's... Uh, I think that's you're an going uns- real yeah, deep. I think that's I a, think unnecessary. That yeah, I don't. I, but I wouldn't see. I wouldn't mm. see what value that would hold. I think well, because nobody else knows about Fada except you know the people on. Well, Charleston's I mean, they're going to have their people comb through, and they'll make sure that any evidence that's left behind is kind of, is. I don't think it, it's going to get that. Yeah, deep. I don't think it's going to. It's going to be. Well, we'll see. We'll see. It would just be very negligent, I think, if they, <laughs> the people that are in charge of cleaning another, up just let that kind of fall through the cl- cracks. For season two, so well, no, I'm saying it's like if, if the firefighters are there, the first respondent people are there, and they find, you know, inside the table, because Navarro's mm-hmm. gone now, too, because he had to go because he has the glass and the internal yeah. bleeding. So if they find his briefcase on there and the evidence bag has the briefcase, this picture that was supposed to only be seen by a certain amount of people, then, you know, if that doesn't go straight to Charleston. Somebody else sees it. Then who knows? I'm sure the CIA ha- will call it a matter of, of national security, and they'll get they'll make sure that they comb through it before. And, people, and if other they, people would know. see that picture of Nick in Charleston and Fada, they're not going to really know what that means unless they work in the CIA office. Well, you know, well Fada is a known terrorist, so yeah. they'll know what it means. Yeah, but they don't know if that they've caught him. You know, like, they're not going to release every step by step. Like, we've caught Fada. We have him to the American yeah. people. You know what I mean? I think they might. I think it'd be a little suspicious if you see someone who, like, someone who's known to brief the president, who's a public figure. Like, just, I mean, just like they knew where Osama bin Laden was mm-hmm. for so many years, and they took their time to actually do what they wanted to do with him. You know what I mean? So You're I saying like, the public at large yeah, will, the won't public, be suspicious yeah, of the fact that... No, I don't think... I think there'd be plenty of people that I'm would be sure, suspicious. No, I'm sure that they'll be like, oh my gosh, they caught Fada. What, what's, did they kill him? Have, when are they going to let us know what happened next? But I mean, it's the CIA, so they have to take their time to, mm-hmm. you know, they could always say right, we but have they him. Didn't ca- right. Well, I you're, we're they just, you're saying if, if, if that photo is made public. Yes, yeah. I'm saying the, I don't know if, if the president, if POTUS is Republican or Democrat, but the opposed, the pundits of the, the opposing party will make it their jobs to make more of that. Well, I mean, not more of it to, to really like make that something, uh, that would be inflammatory or, or uh, that would, uh, kind of hurt the reputation of POTUS. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's, we're going to see how that one plays out. Let's talk about the other thing that's happening. Um, the other big incident is that Nick is on a plane now with Fada. Mm-hmm. We love Nick. We see Nick with Fada. We see Nick with Musori. How do we say his name? Musta- Mustafa. Musafa. Whatever. We <laughs> see first Nick is with him on the plane and he's not sure where he's going. Then Fada comes in mm-hmm. and Fada actually kind of proves his worth, so to speak, and kills Musari mm-hmm. and says that that's how he gets this code that, you know, we see in the beginning when Charleston is the only one that's, you know, Stacey Dover is this person and we see Charleston's brilliance again. We see her saying, you know, 
there, it's not going to be on the, what do they call it, the black net, the black internet, the, mm-hmm. the, black the gray web. net, the black the, web? The dark web. The dark web. Um, that It's not going to be on there. We have to check these other places, like just check these normal chat threads. And we see her finding all this information and piecing together this puzzle that we we learn that Musari has on him. Like he's the one that's calling these shots mm-hmm. and Fada executes him right in front of Nick to prove that he is now still faithful and trustworthy to Nick and Charleston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Nick finally gets to call Charleston. Charleston seems relieved on many different levels. Mm-hmm. Do we believe <laughs> that Fada is a good guy now, quote unquote? No. Well, I mean, there's, there's, he's definitely proven himself to be an asset for, you know, the capturing of these people. These people, but to say that he doesn't have an agenda, to say that there isn't, I mean, this is a known terrorist. This is someone who has spent years right, so- preaching against the destruction of the Western world, and then, you know, all of a sudden he's going to turn on everything he knows and believes and all of his convictions because he's right. a CIA asset. I don't well, know. Well, so we don't believe that he's just a liberator. Yeah, no. I don't think so. All right. Well, we'll see how that pans out. One other thing that I wanted to bring up real quick, um, I know we don't have a lot of time left, but how do we think that Stacy Dover got the security drivers like how did that happen how did she find how did she find um navarro's driver how did she know that from his phone she got a gps coordinate or something in order to get to the safe house that's gonna that's what's interesting that's what's interesting to me to see those layers of that's gonna happen so what, what do you think how do you think that's gonna happen i don't i it's very strange of how she found him to be able to sleep with him mm-hmm. but obviously when she went in his phone it may be his schedule of the day yeah there like, could right, be but so how many did different... she know that he was even part of it could have been it could have been a part of the instructions and in sure the email chain drunk, yeah you know when things happen they obviously were both drunk and or maybe she wasn't maybe she was acting she drunk, drunk you know yeah. it's, she knew what she was doing i just yeah. you know there are a number of different reasons and a diff- different ways to hack a phone and and, uh, and no yeah. telling with yeah. alcohol he'd be like I work for the CIA yeah you know, like, you know? yeah I, I was it actually I feel like would have been interesting to see that play out a little more yeah. like it would have been interesting to you know when we find out that Stacey Dover maybe is a threat see her at the bar with Navarro's mm-hmm. driver and see how that whole how thing plans met. out yeah, yeah. how yeah. does she do that because they are they're, they're shoving a lot of information into each episode mm-hmm. um, which is good it keeps us interested it keeps us intrigued but there are a couple things that I feel like we'd all like to see a little bit more of there are a lot of plot branches a lot of key players and, right. and we not, we're not sure where that we're like what direction they're heading in and who which, they are and really. who they are which is great it's just a lot to pack into a one-hour episode and i right. think i think they're definitely setting the stage for a season two to kind of answer all of these questions which is what you do when right. you're trying to get a second season but uh you know it's just it is very interesting I, and i do agree with you I, I would have liked to see that play out a little more the and interaction of stacy dover week. with the CIA because we uh, may guy. see like how they did like five hours before this that that we may be able to see that next week yeah maybe alright cool well um, let's move on to some quick predictions <laughs> before we wrap up what do you think we're going to see next week Virgi- oh. uh, Virginia <laughs> Virginia okay uh, she was Virginia's on my last on- show oh god um <laughs> That Agent Markey guy that was kind of introduced in the group, and I kept saying, oh, he's the one that terrorized Nick because his hairline and his hair. 
Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Something's up. I kind of have a feeling something up with him. So I'm, we have. You to know, keep I'm gonna. You, when you said that, when we were watching, I was like, "Oh my god, she's right." Mm-hmm. I don't know that you're right yet, but I was like, "Whoa, that was a great tie-in." Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I like that prediction a lot. And whenever they introduce like a random, because he, what was his ne- like? Why do we need him on this episode? Right, we don't. There's really. a reason he's there. So right, we'll keep our eye out. All right. What about you, buddy? I think um, I'm. I'm gonna keep going with my. I think there's more to this. Uh, this Fada as an asset thing that we're seeing here. I, I, I don't. I'm not totally convinced that he's here to help the United States. How do you have right. such disdain for America and all of our values, and then all of a sudden you want to be a liberator? I agree. I, I don't know. I just it's the, your moral Charleston compass. Charleston words are magic. I don't know. I think your moral compass kind of switched very abruptly, and that's right. that's not humanly really like possible. I don't think. Well, we don't know. We don't see that whole. Yeah, I just I don't know. There. I, I, or at least I'd want to see what happened to make him make that that switch. Like, what was what was the right. paradigm shift well, for him Nick in his said, mind for Nick him to say, "I'm going to help boat. the United States." Nick said, "What you said to him on the boat worked," and we when saw that we saw it when they were on the phone with each other, yeah. and we saw the interaction of her and Fada on the boat, and Nick got upset with her, like, "Don't do that, or don't say this," or, and they were going back, "Why you shouldn't say oh, this right, to him?" Yeah. So well, well, we'll just have to wait yeah, and see. I guess won't we'll we? have to see. I think that um, POTUS is somewhat dirty, and <laughs> um, I also think that Maureen might—I don't know what I feel about Maureen, but um, I think that the episodes are just going to keep getting better and better. I'm a big fan of the show, so uh, that's my prediction, and I predict that we will be here, or at least I will be here next <laughs> Monday. Who knows who else will join me? Um, all right, where can the people find you guys? Until then. You guys can always find me on Instagram at Pink Pink English, <laughs> as well as on Twitter English Speaks. <laughs> That'd be purple, purple English. English. <laughs> no. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Julian Dujeric, J U L I A N D U J A R R I C. Are you sure? That's how you spell it. I'm positive. All right. And you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Steph Z. I believe it's on a lower third right here somewhere that you can see it. So have a great night. Thanks for watching. And until next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 